1: Welcome back to the Rookie and the Vet Podcast. I'm your rookie, Dante Furco, here with your vet, Darren Leeds. We're getting into the summer months, you know, high school sports wrapping up like we talked about last week. Everything Illinois is basically over with. We're in a dull period, but with that being said, football is just around the corner. Yeah. And, you know, we're here to talk a little bit about some new faces joining Illinois. Um, Yeah, and they should be reporting to campus, I
0: think, probably in the next week or so, I believe. Yeah, I think. It Depends. I'm
1: not, I'm not sure when the practices begin.
0: But um, definitely I mean, a lot of buzz around Illini football this year. A lot of top draft picks taken in this just yep. wrapped up NFL draft season. and uh, A little bit of the schedule being released with timing yeah. at least. And Brett Bielema's building something here. Um, so I'm excited to see you know what this season holds. Mm-hmm. Um, some great matchups from that schedule coming out. You know, we got Penn State. Penn State's a big one. At home with that big noon uh, kickoff. Fox College football kickoff. Got Nebraska at home. Wisconsin's at home. Um, Those are kind of the notable ones I feel like that stuck out to me. Yeah, I
1: know Minnesota's on the road. Um, Purdue's on the road. Purdue's on the road. Maryland on the road. Yep, that's a Friday night game, I think, too. And then you have Toledo to open up the season. Yeah. That's a D1 double A. But it's a it's a good schedule and I'm excited to see start to get some football back in action. Before we get
0: any closer, just based on that, you got a prediction for wins losses
1: right just off the bat? I mean it's tough. You gotta Penn State's a really tough team. Yeah. That's a that's a matchup I'm not sure if they'll farewell in
0: purdue was in the big 10 championship game last year yeah. do you think they repeat again this year or do you think that was kind of just yeah. luck of the draw for them this last season
1: it's tough i mean they're lo- they're losing aiden o'connell their quarterback who i mean he's kind of been their whole not their whole team but a face of their team for a few years now but they do have maca at running back who's really good yeah um but I don't know. I mean, Ryan Walters from Illinois going to take over that program. They're in good shape. They got a lot of transfers this year. I forget they brought in a quarterback, transfer quarterback. I'm blanking on who it was, but I remember him being pretty good. Um, but then also, Iowa is a team that I think is going to be a lot better offensively this year because they're landing Michigan's quarterback, uh, Mac- McNamara. Yes, because McCarthy was was the starting quarterback, McNamara was the backup quarterback.
0: My mind automatically went to Michigan State for whatever reason. mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know. But yeah, they got uh, Michigan's old guy.
1: Yep. So, I mean, it's going to be a very tough and competitive conference division. But I think Illinois has a a good lineup of schedule. They should be able to take down Toledo, should be able to take down Kansas. Penn State's going to be tough. Wisconsin's a better team this year. Minnesota's losing their starting quarterback. Not sure how great they'll be, but they still have you know, a lot of offensive firepower. But they'll be good. I mean, the Illinois team could definitely put themselves right up there again for a title in terms of their uh, Big Ten loss. All
0: right, you heard it here first. That's Dante's prediction. Yeah, we'll see how it we'll goes. We'll
1: see. I think it'll
0: be a good season. And I think
1: I what I will say is in terms of at quarterback. Well, no, I don't. I I think Luke Almire and Tommy DeVito are very. Um, in terms of their level of play. I feel like Altmyer's a little bit of a step up. What I'll say is Altmyer, I think he definitely has better potential. But right now, I think he's pretty level with DeVito. But then again, I, he didn't get much action at Ole Miss, Right. So we don't know what he could be. But, I mean, he's had a whole offseason to kind of work with his wide receivers and see what happens with him. But then again, did he even win the starting quarterback position yet? Who knows? Yeah. Yes, probably. But... We'll have to wait and see with him all, all right. right
0: and speaking of wide receivers yep. we've got this new rookie coming in malik elzy talk to me about this guy you said you're pretty excited he, about him oh Four yeah. star
1: recruit all illinois fans should be excited about him he's really good i mean he was a guy who came in from so he committed to cincinnati he's yep. from the chicago area decommitted during the middle of this season because um, maybe he saw illinois was pretty good for once Hasn't, hasn't had that great of a start. I know they started, I think, 7-1. and one. Ha- Hadn't had that great of a start in a while. And I think maybe he thought, okay, I could stay home, go play for a school that's just as competitive as Cincinnati and in a Power 5 conference. Yep. And he said, let's get to work. And I, I remember seeing him at, I think it was the Purdue game, too. Okay. It was either Purdue or Michigan State. I saw him. Um, seemed like a fun guy. He was talking with all the other recruits and then some cameras would get near him and he'd like make faces and stuff and he's just like having a good time. So I I, th- I think he seems excited to be here. Um I know he's at the spring game as well, didn't play in it, but he's there with his family. So he's an Illinois guy, born and raised, I believe. And Chicago, yeah. Yeah, and he's he's somebody that's really good. You add a, I, I don't know how much play he'll get his freshman year. Probably honestly a good amount, if I had to guess, because of some of the guys that left last year but they still have isaiah williams pat Ryan, and casey washington yeah who will be their main three for now but lz is somebody who we might be talking about i don't want to say in that devin witherspoon conversation where he's that high of a draft pick because wide receivers don't go that high as much but he's a guy that has like first three round potentials in a couple of years yeah so he's someone to definitely be excited about at the okay. wide receiver position anyway
0: yeah so hopefully luke altmeyer's looking to build something with him at mm-hmm. least this year maybe kind of look for him in the passing game um I mean as you said yeah they've got those vets coming back as well um but definitely I'm kind of excited to seeing this guy I mean four-star recruit that's saying mm-hmm. something right there um wish we could get a look at just kind of what he's got for speed yeah uh, hands and everything but uh, I mean I think the four-star ranking kind of gives its own of testament to what his abilities
1: are mm. and he's He's a pretty big guy. Not too tall, but he's not too short. He's probably about 6'2", maybe-ish. And he does have good hands. He's a really good route runner. I remember Brett Bielema was showing us a video. They do this thing on National Signing Day, and they kind of showcase their players on tape for the media and stuff. And the videos he was showing, he's electric, off the line of scrimmage, just able to just one moss, people. Okay. As they would say, just jumping over them and catching the ball. He's just a great route runner, All right. too, for his size and, yeah, be electric. Okay. All right. Looking forward
0: to that. All right, moving on. You had another wide receiver. Yes. Colin Dixon. Colin Dixon. All right. And this guy, I mean, looking at his just high school resume, unbelievable yeah and that's what also has me excited i think this wide receiver room is really going to be something for illinois here in the next couple of seasons Um, but as a junior 69 catches for 1400 yards 18 touchdowns and then his senior year he went out and did better 88 receptions for almost 1500 yards and then tacked on an extra touchdown so 19 Mm -hmm. on the season um this guy um i mean i really think this is going to be something right here mm-hmm. um i know once luke altmeyer's done quarterback conversation comes back in but i think uh dixon can make himself the number one wide receiver oh, at illinois in just a year or two here
1: and right alongside lz both similar size at the 6-2 um that's dixon is 205 pounds um, he had a bunch of offers, so he was clearly – he's not that – you know, there are a lot of Illinois wide receivers in recent years who, you know, they've kind of taken him out of the rust and not too many big Power 5 offers. But this guy, I mean, he had Kentucky, Northwestern, Pittsburgh, Purdue, Wisconsin. Like, yeah. people in the Big Ten wanted him, and Illinois was able to steal him away. He's good. He's a great guy, like I said, with LZ off the line of scrimmage where he's able to just dominate you. Um, but, I mean, I talk the stats you – um kind of talked about imagine having that as like a high school quarterback in a, right. in a town in Ohio, just being yeah. able to throw to a guy like that where you you know if you're throwing it, ninety five percent of the time he's gonna catch it. Right. Possibly take it for a touchdown. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully he keeps that going into Illinois. We'll see how much playing time he gets in his first year. Um, just because like I said, that wide receiver room's a little I, I think there's room to move up, but yeah. with Williams, Bryant, and injuries Washington, happen, so course. maybe
0: a chance to kind of step into a starting role, depending on what happens throughout the season. But
1: definitely has a potential to develop into something special for Illinois. Yeah,
0: definitely. definitely I think the next couple years, wide receiver duo there,
1: and there's more coming.
0: Yeah, looks solid, very solid. Of course. So, all right, looking forward to him. All right, now we're gonna move over to defensive side of the ball, and we got Demetrius Hill, Florida International. Mm-hmm. You said you're pretty
1: high on this guy too. Tell me why. Demetrius is good. He's got. I mean, he's not afraid to tackle in the open field, which is huge for defensive backs. I mean, if you can't tackle in the open field, and in terms of, I break down that a little bit. Basically, one-on-one tackling, where if there's nobody else kinda of like with the line of scrimmage you guys have you have like four different guys tackling sure. at the same time. But open field tackling as a defensive back is huge. And if you can't be doing that, you can't play at a college or professional level. So he's great on that. He had ninety five tackles in his uh last season, um, one sack, three force fumbles. He's good. I mean he and any anybody from Florida that comes to Illinois in terms of defensive backs, they're you just know they're going to be special when you look at guys like Witherspoon, and there's just Illinois loves to recruit guys from Florida. Yeah. So, and they they've panned out over recent years. So you add Demetrius Hill onto that list, and I mean, you anybody wanting to come to Illinois to be a defensive back, you're in the right position because Illinois is producing defensive backs in the draft and beyond. I don't Let's know see. if we mentioned it last week,
0: but there is that statistic since or in the last two years, Illinois has had the mm-hmm. most defensive backs taken in the top 100 picks of the NFL draft. Um, would you say Illinois could almost be labeled as DBU? Could be. Okay.
1: It's uh, it's so tough because, I mean, there's those schools like Bama that yeah. realistically they're pumping out like four defensive backs a year, just not always in the first couple rounds. Sure. But, I mean, right now they are – creating, truly creating a name for themselves in the defensive backfield with putting Kirby Joseph out there and putting Witherspoon and Brown and Quan Martin, like you name it. Like they they are really putting themselves on the map. They can keep it going with Aaron Henry, the new defensive coordinator. That's why wouldn't you want to go play for Illinois? And then, hey, maybe you kind of do get that label as the defensive back uh, you.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. And support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? I mean, do you think just the success of some of these guys in the last couple of years that you just mentioned, like Kirby Joseph, uh, Devin Witherspoon, Quan Martin, kind of helps with the recruiting process to get guys like, hey, he went number five last year. Mm -hmm. I can go play and maybe develop something with the coaching staff there, and maybe, hey, I get in that top ten selection when it's my
1: time to go to the league. I think yes, but no. I think if you're a high-end guy you're going to overlook Illinois, but if you're kind of that fringe, like, hey, I can be, how do I say this? I could go sit a couple years at a big school like Alabama or whatever, or I can go really develop at Illinois. Like, that's the place to go, but I mean, if if you're a big-name defensive back, it's hard to you know choose illinois over one of these big name schools that you know you're gonna playing in those big time games every year right for a guarantee i don't you're know maybe playing time a little bit sooner yeah. than you would get at an alabama mm-hmm. or you know an lsu kind yeah. of school like that but i mean at the end of the day i don't know i've never been recruited for football sure. or like honestly like like that where to go through those kind of decisions in terms of do I want to go play on the highest level or do I want to truly develop at a school like Illinois? I mean, you're still playing on a high level at Illinois. Don't get me wrong. But like I was saying, kind of with that fringe, if it's Illinois or a little bit higher, you're going to go to a school that has developed their defensive backs and have a record with it. Yeah. All Um, right. Move on. Another defensive back.
0: Yeah. Saboor Kareem Mm -hmm. out of New
1: Jersey. New
0: Jersey. Another four-star guy. Yep. Um, so, it looks like he's got a number of offers that he turned down. Um, One of them being Syracuse. Yeah. Uh, Boston College, Duke, Louisville, Maryland, Michigan State, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Wake Forest, West Virginia, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. People wanted this guy. And he definitely... Seems to have a pretty good resume. Definitely looks like he can become special. And it looks like he's got that versatility. He can go corner or he can play safety. Yep. So and that's huge. Yeah.
1: That was a big thing with Kwan, is like while he played the safety ish position more, he could easily be kind of moved around to that cornerback position where I mean he kinda he was a jack of all traits, but he gives me uh, s gives me similar vibes to uh Who's that quamart okay as i was just saying um where you can kind of do both a little bit and do it at a high level so adding him into a mix you know with demetrius hill will i mean be big for him and aaron it's just another tool for aaron henry in that defense all right
0: now another db this guy pretty impressive resume too um he was also a top 500 baseball prospect, mm-hmm. um, and apparently was a pretty talented basketball player at Blackhawk Community College. He scored over a thousand points mm-hmm. on the hardwood as well. Um, do you think having that multi-sport athleticism, you know, being able to do multiple things, mm-hmm. helps to go into your main focus? Obviously, his main focus now is going to be football. But oh, what do you think that basketball resume also brings this young man to his
1: kind of tool set? Oh, definitely. And that's Mac Resetich, that is. Um, yeah. We didn't mention his name. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think playing multiple sports is huge for even a high school player, college player. I mean, he's not going to play in the college level, i sports. Sure. But, I mean, not having, that we know, at least. I think it kind of shows that. I don't know, you're, you're not afraid to do everything. You're not afraid to go the extra mile and just playing those more sports, keeping yourself in shape and kind of getting to your ultimate goal. But I mean, like you said, he was pretty good in all sports. So, so
0: I mean, basketball, he's got to have a good vertical, so mm-hmm. that'll lend his you know, specialty going up for those jump balls against receivers. Yep. There's a lot um, of things
1: you could take from each sport right. to bring into football and your mechanics really i mean especially as like a defensive back or wide receiver there's so many drills that they'll do that kind of fall into other sports and i mean hey to have that already in your back pocket is i mean pretty big for him and i think he'll bring a lot to that illinois backfield
0: yeah and also another illinois native guy he's from spring valley illinois Mm -hmm. so being able to stay home in state have your family come and watch definitely uh a big draw for him, six one two ten. So, yeah, looks good. It definitely seems that defense continues to have the carousel running, mm-hmm. and a lot of talent coming into the the pool here with
1: Illinois. Yeah, and it's never a bad thing to have more defensive backs. I mean, there's there's just so many and so many rotating where the never never a bad thing to have too many with Illinois especially too right
0: especially if you're playing bigger packages mm-hmm. defending that pass you know you've got a lot of options to be able to kind of throw out there
1: mm-hmm. yeah and moving on to a defensive player uh, Pat Farrell uh, another another Illinois guy yeah Saint Rita and what's great is Illinois' starting to bring in those uh, Illinois products where they've struggled to do before unless it's a lower end uh, recruit. But they're really starting to bring in those, you know, higher stars. This guy, a three-star, uh, outside linebacker edge kind of guy. Um, Illinois has just done a great job of really developing those outside linebackers as well. And he'll go hand-to-hand with, like, Gabe Jackis, um, who's going to be here for another year or two, I believe. Um, but just adding more power to that defense up front, especially after losing a guy like Isaac D'Arcangelo to... The nfl i know he was just released by the lions already but uh losing out on a few guys and then just adding in another firepower piece like this it uh it'll add a lot to this team I'm not sure how much playing time he'll get his first year i think they still have a lot of good defensive line linemen and linebackers that are coming back for another year yeah so which is going to make it a little tough for him but he's definitely somebody that give him time to develop with that defense and brett b lamont and he'll do wonders
0: yeah Put on a little bit of weight too um he's the number 26 rated player in the state of illinois mm-hmm. um so definitely i think that speaks volumes as well but yeah another great addition to the recruiting class this freshman class that's coming mm-hmm. in um it seems like you know these new guys have a pretty strong group a good foundation mm-hmm. to build off of um even if we lose a good amount of guys to the draft this coming season. Mm-hmm. You've got, you know, more in the ranks just kinda lying in wait and waiting for their turn to to show you what
1: they got. Yeah. And then another defensive guy on the defensive line, Alex Bray. He he's not somebody too big uh in terms of your typical defensive lineman, but he's that kind of tall, um built, really tough defensive lineman. I'm trying to think of kind of like a comparison. Where I don't want to say like a Bosa kind of guy, but he's not that big, you know, pound-for-pound pound Aaron Donald kind of guy on sure. the defensive line. Where He's quick off the edge and really can get to the quarterback quick.
0: And he's coming in out of Missouri. Yes. Um, looks like a solid kind of edge prospect. Um, number 75 in his class um, overall. He's top 1,000. Um, but definitely looks like uh, he's got some good numbers here. 59 tackles as a senior in high school, uh, 25 mm-hmm. of those for loss. Um, so, yeah, like you said, seems to be pretty speedy, um, whether he's getting into that backfield and getting sacks or he's getting into that backfield mm-hmm. and tackling the running back. Um, seems to be able to kind of get around a defense, or an offensive line pretty well. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, the defense is looking really strong. It is. It seems like that's where they're kind of building a lot going mm-hmm. into the future here is a lot of defensive prospects, which, like you said, not terrible. You want to have those options and
1: be able to kind of show those different packages um, to your opposition. And but, the, Illinois' defense is getting the recognition, too. I mean, if you look at a lot of the rankings going into next year in terms of like the top defenses in all of college football, Illinois up there. I mean, they people people are starting to know about this Illinois defense with a lot of returners on the defense. Last aside. year wasn't their defense ranked like it's one of the top. top five. Yeah, especially they were ranked number one for a while in opponents points per game. Yep, they were number one um, until the last couple games where Purdue put up like a thirty piece on them or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean their defense is good. Bringing back guys like Keith Randolph and uh johnny newton and then some guys in the backfield matthew bailey and gabe Jackis, and then they're i mean they're, they're just good and they're good and hopefully it, this recruiting trend keeps coming
0: yeah maybe top five defense again this year we'll have to see what happens but um
1: some they're building mm-hmm. they're building here in Champaign. most definitely and one of those pieces also being added um another guy as we wrap this up desmond schuster uh, coming from a community college, Hutchinson, and he's just another piece on that offensive line, a little bit of a bigger guy that's able to kind of really push you off the offensive line. Um, he held a couple other D1 offers. I know he's a number 19th overall Juco prospect and number two, uh, inter- oh, sh- sorry, he's an offensive lineman. Yep. Uh, that's what I meant to say. On the defensive side, he's not afraid to push you off the line. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he was number two interior offensive lineman, Juco, uh, in his class. Um, Just adding another piece. They're going to lose. They lost a few guys this year, Alex Pilstrom to the NFL and Polchewski. So getting another guy to hopefully come in right away next to Adams on that offensive line, it's going to be big for them because it's going to be a little bit of a change.
0: And 311 pounds, I -hmm. mean, that's not somebody that a defensive lineman is just going to be able to toss aside like – That's a big guy you're having to to get around and kind of move out of your way if you're trying to get to the quarterback. Um, But, I mean, coming out of Juco, a lot of guys are kind of taking that route before they make that jump Mm -hmm. to, like, the D1 level. So I don't think that's really a knock against him. If anything, I think it gives him um, a little bit of an edge and something to prove a little bit as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, talent's talent. And, uh, I mean, if he's the number two interior offensive lineman, that's saying something.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, like you said, I, I think it's better to go, go somewhere and at least play and maybe dominate than go somewhere and sit for two years and not continue to get those reps. And now he went to Juco. He's going to come to Illinois, hopefully have a big impact, and just hopefully carry his momentum from Juco College over to Illinois. And, you know, he's... He hasn't had much rest, so he's able to get in and um, just pound for pound and hopefully help Luke Altmaier at quarterback and prevent the sacks. Well, that'll wrap it up here on after, uh, on Rookie in the Vet. I was about to shout my out my old podcast. Um, we There's always something falling at the yep. end of every episode. Uh, we got to
0: do some work, maybe take a week off and just do some interior <laughs> design or something. But
1: yeah. Yeah, they'll do it on Rookie and the Bet. You can find us on any podcast platform as well as watching us on YouTube. Um, yeah, and we'll see you next time. If you ever have any recommendations, find us on Twitter in terms of what we can talk about. I know we're coming to these summer months where it's going to get a little dull, but football is right around the corner. Yeah, lot, football's coming up. A lot to talk about with that. Always can talk
0: about some MLB baseball. Mm-hmm. NBA finals
1: are about to start, so. Yeah, man. Yeah. That'll do it on. Ricky and the vet, and we'll see you next time.